my child slave fund, and we're recording. Oh, well, right? I don't want to take away from that. <laughs> Anders Lee here. Thanks for tuning in to Left Jest here with Alex Patak in his humble abode. We're here now. Um, I'm going to be eating yogurt. So, And sipping on a Snapple in the other corner is our dun-dun-dun uh, Left Jest announcement. New jester, Raghav Mehta. Hello. Raghav, welcome to the show, officially. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is the Uh, official introduction. We're going to give it the official Left Jest stamp. Left Jest stamp. This is exciting. Absolutely. Uh, So changes are afoot on the podcast. We're just going to briefly do some... uh, I've used two home-related terms that I find cliche when other people do it, but I've, I said humble about earlier, and I'm about to say do some housekeeping. Again, gives uh, me a cringe when most people say either of those things, but I'm learning now what's a good alternative to either turn of phrase. Some housekeeping in the in the left jest abode. Uh, we are no longer recording at KPIS Studios. I don't want to get into the details too much, but let's just say um, <laughs> Putin... Putin, hacking, George Soros, Soros. Uh, a lot of people recording in the back of an alley in a shipping container see that as humble, and usually use that to move onto a bigger recording studio. Not us. We move down into a room with a litter box in it. Right, but you know, but from here we may or may not be uh, sp- sending out some breaking information regarding the Russians. We may or may not be, and that may or may not be the reason. We had to leave KPIS. It might also have something to do with they wanted to use, they wanted us to use their RSS feed, and we wanted to keep our own RSS feed. And it's actually pretty civil. It was pretty civil, and uh, we still like KPIS. But yeah. we are in Alex Patak's home now. What is, we got to think of a if you if you're tuning in, tweet at us, give us a new nickname for this room that we're in. I know you can't see it, but we can post a pic. You can also get a sense from the audio that you're hearing like the the if you're a uh, have a finely tuned ear say there's a blind person listening right your, your ears are and very good are. right there are and they can they're certainly not tell the dimensions watching. they're not watching it but they're, they're hearing they're watching it in their mind's eye they're seeing the dimensions um based on the way our voices enter their brains if the show Daredevil taught us anything, is that the uh, blind are not human in the way we are and have secret other powers that we can't possibly understand as uh, normative eye folk. They're alt-human, if you will. Yes, but uh, this room is... Uh, there's a litter box in it. There's an AC unit in a trash bag. What else do we got in here? Uh, I have a shrine to myself in the corner. <laughs> certificate of recognition, which is not specified, just... Regular recognition? That is a certificate of recognition from Christian rapper slash DJ Ted Francis, who was my right-hand man for a long time. Shout out to Ted Francis. And uh, You have a, a portrait of, are these show. are these Cheerios or nipples? I can't tell. Okay, well, now Andrew's slandering both? my girlfriend's fine art piece. <laughs> she made, well, that's, is why like, is that slander? Do you not like Cheerios? Well, it's not Cheerios. It's an octopus. American Heart like Institute designed. would... America, excuse me, American Heart Association would have some choice words for you uh, if you're going to demean Cheerios. But, uh, yes, we're, you know, fans of the podcast know Raghav. Shout out to AHA. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Keep tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Unofficial sponsor, you know. Um, if we sold out, it would be to them. 
But here's what we're not. Send me those pacemakers, please. <laughs> All right. As anyone who's been following the news can, or, or just like looking at news feeds on social media sites, the president visited a a foreign country recently. And uh, boy, I don't I guess stuff happened there, but I'm like, it, it's hard to get over the picture, the photo op, which I don't think would have happened under any other president. I feel like they there would be um, like American PR people there who would be like, well, we don't do this shot uh it's gonna look weird um but his people just did not give you're, a shit and so talking let him, i'm the, talking about the orb phone. The orb yes we've all seen the orb <laughs> yeah it's already been memified uh to the nth degree when um, the eyes, orb is our new president yeah. actually yeah what does that symbolize that that image of him with the saudis touching a globe is it uh, a his globe? dick grew bigger i think i think that's what it is um i don't know i don't think it's a globe right yeah, that didn't seem like a globe. It seems like a dark orb. No, it's a, a globe. Dark, magical orb. It's definitely a globe. It's a it's a green like earth and uh, with we'll pull it up. Uh, but anyway, it's a globe with no countries on it because that's the yeah. future. It's actually a United Caliphate, and it's beautiful. Don't yeah. <laughs> oh boy, but um, so there. See, see, look here. They have the. Is that is this not a globe? Is that not North America? Oh, yeah, that's that could be a globe. Okay, so but you're then actually... the rest of it is like uh, hot white, uh, which is very scary. <laughs> it's mostly that everyone touching it either looks um, amorous of it or frightened is the problem. And so you get uh, a dark cult feeling looking at this orb, uh, wondering, uh, what is this? What is this about? Why did none of the other presidents touch the orb? I think Obama would Galaxy movie. If you're on a foreign tour or whatever, though, and they ask you to touch the orb, you're not going to not touch the orb. Yeah, well, that would be rude. Um, You might do it in private. Cultures have gone to war for less. True. Um, But this is kind of a uh, a weird image for Trump to be in. Um, And this whole week has been he's kind of. Seeming to to change gears on some things as as regards uh, U.S.'s relationship with the rest of the world, he was giving a speech and decided to not use the words radical Islamic terrorism. He made a distinction between terrorism and Islam and called it a great religion. Um, One of the best religions, (laughs) top top seven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his supporters are not happy about that, obviously. Um, but it's this seems like a pivot because uh, a few months ago there's the big kerfuffle with him not wanting to shake Merkel's hand, right? And what I thought that was about is he doesn't want to signal that the, the she is this on the same level as he is. He wants you know right because the you know his uh, his uh, misogyny. If only her hands were orbs. <laughs> Then he'd be touching him, am I right, fellas? I, I smell a Jacobin think piece. <laughs> <laughs> if Merkel's hands were orbs. <laughs> well, but the the problem with orb hand feminism. Uh, <laughs> well, but the, but also that she's German, and that's like he doesn't want the U.S. to be, you know, uh, they want it, he wants it to remain sovereign and um, the, the the superpower in the world, or at least try to appear that way. Um, with the Merkel handshake. Yeah. 
That's what I thought that was about. I thought he's just a shitty misogynist grandpa figure who will randomly pull shit. He on, could also uh, just be he's kind of a germaphobe too. Maybe that's something. I mean, to do. It, definitely misogyny factors in, but didn't she like slam him like before that? Like that pretty would publicly. Be the most Trump move would be yeah. like, You were uh, mean. No yeah. handshake. <laughs> His two moves are either not shaking your hand or shaking it way too hard as a form of intimidation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did the Comey. Do you guys buy the thing where he didn't he had to get over his fear of shaking hands with regular folk uh, to run for president. Like he, he would douse himself in hand sanitizer directly after. Uh, yeah, I buy it. I don't know. That's such a strange. It just seems like he has such dominion over his own PR. And that's such a strange one to get out. It's kind of lovable. In its own way, you know, that is a it's the most human thing about him, right? Right, other than right. him being a fucking sociopath, but yeah, and that's why he has such big handshakes. He's like, I already don't want to be here, I'm gonna make it big, I'm gonna shake the shit out of your hand, or <laughs> softly touch your hand. I'm a little fish, <laughs> I'm a little fish president. He shit like you know, when you go on your first job interview and your dad's like, uh, hey, do a good handshake, he shakes people's hands like that. Like he's re- he's trying to just make a good impression, like his dad told him to, or something. Mitchell Mitchell, v- uh, what is the VII in Roman numerals? What does that mean? Seven. So that's seven. seven. Mitchell you, seven. Uh, at Mitchell seven. Put the brakes on for a second. Do you not know how Roman numerals I don't. work? Well, I've people have taught it to me. I don't remember. You watch football? That's but that's only for Super Bowls. Oh, okay. So you haven't. So he knows like fifty-four, <laughs> but he doesn't know eight. Yeah, Anders yeah. is not leveled up enough. I know yard. I, <laughs> I know how there. what a yard looks like, and I know you know I can do the basic math to like who who needs to score what to do what. But in terms of what Super Bowl it is, you just show me the V's and I's. In this economy, I'm worried I'll never know what a yard looks like. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of political humor for you here, folks. Left chest. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but from uh, this is a tweet from Mitchell, I guess, the fourth. Um, no, Vic Berger, the fourth. Today is the day Donald Trump became President Cuck. Too scared to say hashtag radical Islamic terror. Pathetic hashtag MAGA at real Donald Trump. So they're still saying make America great again. They're just um, not believing in the guy who wants to make America quote-unquote great. I kind of love that his base is just falling apart by this point because there's no narrative continuity you can make from this big anti-establishment force everyone put all their money behind, um, all their hopes behind, and then he got in and was Donald Trump the whole time. Even though he convinced you otherwise on the way to the top. Right. By eating hamburgers. He's just eating steak with ketchup in the Middle East now and uh, selling you out to bankers still. Uh-huh. Do you think Do you think they're really paying that much attention? Or is it all like, uh, is it all optics and like symbolism for them? I think they f- see optics and symbolism as politics. Like Richard yeah, yeah. Spencer, like that's all he cares about is symbols, you know? Sure. Um. But it is interesting, though, how one of my biggest problems, we all watched uh, uh, Get Me Roger, I almost said Who Framed Roger Stone, Get Me Roger Stone, (laughs) and I guess my biggest issue with him is, and I realized, watch the movie, you call him a liar, call him an asshole, call him a, he relishes in that, he said at the end, I revel in that, when I revel in your hatred, 
Um, As they show you in Who Framed Roger Stone, you could run him over with a cement paver, and he'll just <laughs> sit back up, blow into his own mouth with his thumb in there, and pop right back out like a crazed cartoon. He does look like a cartoon. He does look like a character from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What's if, oh, holy the shit! The way he he's drawn, yeah, yeah. pinstripes and a bow tie. Pinstripes, yeah. Like the baby thing, the baby <laughs> sailor man uh. that they have. Also, and I was waiting until we got further into the conversation for this, but it's all I want to talk about is his back is still very strong. It's well, yeah. He, he bought. He's like a bodybuilder, but he doesn't. It look like one of these righted out. Like typical Trump supporting bodybuilders, he looks like 1940s dumbbell, like lifting. Like he he looks like he was drawn. Literally a Roger Stone. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he was drawn by someone. It's very weird. But uh, my biggest issue with him is he says towards the beginning of the movie, he's like, I've always bet, you know, say what you will about me using dirty tricks or whatever. I've always been consistent about politics that are, you know, I, my goals in politics, which is to. Uh, disrupt the elites to get people in there who the elites don't like, like Nixon, like uh, Trump. Now, he got um, Reagan in, didn't he? Didn't he helped with Reagan, yeah, too. And yeah, I, which and is I guess he would consider these Reagan. Guys are like an extension of exactly. other elites. Yeah, yeah, they're just elites who other elites don't like because they're assholes. Yeah, like yeah. you're just <laughs> choosing. They're not elite. They're not considered elite by the elites because they're like ideologically different. They're just personally will alienate people yeah what did he say is like yeah i might say and do things that you know aren't popular around georgetown but uh yeah. people here like me uh people say i'm bad because i put idiots and sociopaths into positions of uncheckable power <laughs> and if that makes me bad fuck you that's like how the movie his, ends too his bow tie spins yeah, <laughs> well it's funny too because uh Brett Stevens, who, of course, just got hired by the New York Times as their conservative voice. Good for um, him. Terrible, terrible person. Uh, he this is a debate that they had right before the election with um, him. He was on one side with some other schmooze hound. Uh, I just some invented schmooze, schmooze hound. hound. That's my word they for are from the goddamn doghouse. <laughs> that's my, well, that's that's like a, an unapologetic elitist. That's a new insult. That's pretty good, I think. That's uh, yeah, gonna catch on. Yeah, you got him. He's a schmooze hound. Brett Brett Stevens is a schmooze hound. So is everyone on his team. the The debate question was it was like this like like uh, official academic style debate, and it was about are the elites responsible for Trump? And Brett Stevens, who is the, now the New York Times conservative columnist, uh, he says Trump is not in the elite. Okay, like he may say he's elite. I don't think he's elite. And he does. He refuses to like define what that actually means. Brett Stevens, in case you thought David Brooks was too reasonable, <laughs> but these—I don't know—you just by offending um, some people who suck, you don't necessarily do anything good whatsoever. Um, other thing was, what was I going to say? Was he Roger partnered Stone? with Roger Ailes, or were they just contemporaries? Or they're just contemporaries, but they follow yeah. the same sort. I think Ailes was a line, was um, a Nixon guy. Yeah, pretty, he, he was definitely Nixon. a Reagan. I think yeah, he was yeah. Reagan. He's like the one Bush's. who pushed to get Nixon on the Mike Douglas show and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, he kind of introduced you know conservatives being you know pretty and cool on TV in some ways. Mm. Uh, By the way, this is our 
uh, Rogers and me segment of the show. We're talking yeah. about two Rogers. Tune in for Rogers. We'll always discuss Rogers. This is also, you know, let's just cut the fat at, right out of the issue. I don't think you can trust Rogers in general. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so I never met a Roger. Roger that's been Moore, endearing. Right, only Roger I can think of. A spy, you can't trust him. Yeah, they're yeah. always yeah. They're He's all the only spies. Bond. Well, <laughs> they're all spies. <laughs> he is the smuggest Bond, I would say, Roger Moore, because he really yeah. does not look like he could fight anybody, or like do any. He's just like kind of a like slick uh, English guy. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. Sean Connery could scrap, and so can all these guys now. Don't you want to scrap? Right. Does that what it's come to? Yeah, Roger like, Moore is a tall drink of water who's like, you know, maybe he got in one very uh, dignified boxing match when he was at university. But like other than that, has never had to kill. The, certainly the not fu- kill anyone. The funny thing about Bond is it's like this uh, symbol of masculinity, but it's like he runs around with gadgets. Yeah. It's like, it's on like the dime for like uh, the MI6. Oh, my dad got me this and (laughs) it's nobody else has this watch. Well, I was, I was interning (laughs) an investment firm, but I just couldn't get up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Roger Stone, bad guy. I think so too. Uh, Much more charming than he has a body that could be a bond. He could be like, he could be a bond. Yeah. He could be the American bond. Yes. And he is, what James Bond actually like that's who James Bond works for is guys like Roger Stone in real life. That's so true. I just I have such a passion for this idea where you would make a super high budget James Bond film but make sure the lead actor cannot act or do anything charming and then yeah. just throw him into all these scenes with explosions and stuff and he's just walking away like Oh yeah, and he's doing the Nixon peace hands for no reason. <laughs> and he's just like, "What is this guy doing?" <laughs> oh man, his own wife doesn't trust him. I don't trust him. <laughs> he was one of the original cucks too, as we learned in the movie. Um, because of the, OG cucks. Well, his he and his wife they took out the personal ads, and that was a big scandal. Yeah. Uh oh my god! Yeah, they didn't play that up for the documentary. The tie-in there but uh they had the an excerpt and it was like we're looking for muscular hellhounds that should have been the whole thing hellhounds we're looking for a dick on wheels sign (laughs) here (laughs) i love like like ads back then like sex ads like that back then were so sad too because like they're just like laying on the bed looking like an actual human trafficking victim (laughs) the picture took a long time to load so you had to you weren't happy by the time the picture got up there Uh uh-huh that see what kind of made me lo- that kind of made me lose a lot of respect for him because for a second when that part of the movie came on it was like this oh he had his, his own sex scandal kind of um he was he denied it and that was one of Stone's rules deny 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 but what would have been so uh powerful if he had just said yeah so who gives a shit uh it's consensual my wife is involved it's not cheating you know yeah. um but he didn't do that. I mean, We're obviously. Progressive. Yeah. Yeah. If he's oh. a Republican, that's not going to work so well yeah. um, in 1996. Yo, yo, that scene where he's walking down the pride parade with the log cabin Republicans. Yeah. And, he's, <laughs> and the, there's like this uproarious cheer for everybody else. And they're like, and now the log cabin Republicans. And then like five guys cheer. And then there's this whole contingency that's just like, boo. And then he gives them the finger and it's all on <laughs> tape in a parade. It's very surreal. It is. 
I mean, it, as you shows throughout the movie, he thrives on confrontation and being like uh, getting in people's faces, like he did with the Young Turks at the uh, RNC, and he like inter- interrupted their show, and they were like yelling back and forth, and that's how he promotes himself. That's how he works. You know, um, what would that be like if there were comics who functioned that way, but they were like very transparent about like, yeah, I am doing this. Just ruin just, like, other people's starting sets. stupid. Yeah, just like <laughs> being an asshole and starting like beefs that don't. Ma- I've thought about starting beefs with people that are just totally invented just to get attention. I think that you know. Oh yeah, works for, it works for some people. You want to flesh this out a bit? Let's do it right now. <laughs> um, who's somebody I don't actually Did have, you have any, any like I don't have a problem with how you were gonna do this or make a social media post, you know, and like Mary Sella. Anders is coming out to get you. Former, former guest, Mary Sella. <laughs> You'd have yeah. to have something against her, though. You'd be like, Mary is on too many all-female shows that I'm not booked on. <laughs> well, she rides a bike. I ride a bike. And I could... Well, this is something uh, that happened to me that I could do to her, uh, which is I was on my bike a few weeks ago. This guy passes me. And mind you, I always wear a helmet. I ride. I ride pretty fast, but not like insane. And uh, this guy passes me, and he just says, "Get your seat heightened." Oh, wow! Yeah, was, it, was, was like, it Roger Stone? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, he would have been on in a on a unicycle. I think you could tell because he was he had to keep balance with his Nixon piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he just yells, "Get your seat heightened!" He's like, "What? Why?" And he's like, "It's blah blah blah." And he's just like, "And I thought about like, my seat shit. is fine my there's nothing wrong with my seat yeah you got a great if, seat yeah and this guy is not wearing a helmet he also does the thing where he puts his feet up on his bike and goes without the pedals which great you can do that not that hard to do but like why just do that uh if you're an adult what are some you know it's just a, a, an unnecessary because like risk. roger he revels in your hatred I guess so. For him. Yeah. What so if good? I wanted to start a beef with Mary, long uh, long story short, it would be something with that. Either she shamed me for my biking, and I was like, "Hey, that's rude," or I publicly shame her for something she does with. Because we're both cyclists, and she's Italian. Here's how you yeah, start a beef with like a comedian: is you wait till they're on stage doing something wacky, and then you also go on stage with holding a uh, cutout or some large projection of them just at work or eating an apple or something, and then just be like, "Just a regular guy. They're just a regular guy. Nothing to laugh at here." And then you leave. <laughs> Illusion shattered. This guy's boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> Just you could see this at home. <laughs> we all have Netflix. You take down the whole sport. You think you he was late for a bus? <laughs> I don't buy that. Uh, you know his voice doesn't really sound like that. Uh, <laughs> that could go for anybody, really. It could. But so for the Rogers, they mostly like they came up with a lot of crazy shit. Um, we haven't talked about Roger Ailes much. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah did was you learn any good uh, Roger Ailes gossip this week? Because I already kind of knew who he was before, but he always gets outshadowed by Rupert Murdoch. I know he was super paranoid, and he used to like take phone calls at Fox News in the closet. Like literally, he would go in a closet <laughs> to talk to people on the phone. Um, That's an Onion headline. Yeah, anti-gay propagandist takes calls in closet. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, apparently he just was sexually harassing women. Oh, my goodness. Um, looking up, doing 
the five minutes of research for this show, I was on his Wikipedia for the sexual allegations against Roger Ailes, just the, the list of things he did. And um, I want to get the quote exactly right, but did you guys hear anything about this? I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, yeah, peripherally. Uh, I didn't go in depth and check out the Wikipedia. Oh, but. it's funny. It's very good. But it, when I hear things about that, like about Fox News people, I'm like, oh, they're just doing their job. They're just adapting <laughs> to their environment. Uh, How many of our presidents do you think have sexually assaulted people or raped people? JFK counts for at least five. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and like uh, definitely Lyndon B. Johnson, who like yep. swung his dick around yeah. and called it jumbo in front of staffers yeah. all the time. Lyndon B. Jonesen, they used yeah. to call him. Yeah. Because he's always jonesing for a, a snatch in his mouth. That's, but, where uh, that, that's where that term comes from. Uh-huh. Johnson. Uh, uh-huh. I just want to share the, this uh, quote because I found it now. Uh, so Roger Ailes. Um, so as with anybody who looks like they are a stack of pudding who also works in uh, conservative media, you have a certain assumption of the kind of stuff they're going to say uh, when they're being sexual deviants. And he delivers on exactly what you think. So he has... Uh, a sexual encounter with uh, this girl working for him at the Daily Beast, Shelly Ross. She claims that at a lunch meeting, Ailes asked her, when did you first discover you were sexy? When Ross explained to Ailes that she found the conversation very embarrassing, he responded, quote, the best expression of loyalty comes in the form of a sexual alliance, unquote. So these are the kinds of terms you use. Who isn't David Bowie in a sci-fi porn? What? You must make the tryst. <laughs> Initiate intercourse. That's like that's not how you hook up. That's how you find your wife. If yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, like, yeah. oh yes. I mean, if you think about it, sexual alliance is one of the most like sex positive, like feminist, uh, you know, <laughs> consent. Yeah, yeah. Driven ways to to like pitch sex it's to somebody. It's yeah, formal. That's how you tell someone you're not dating them. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what is this really? It's a sexual alliance. I told you when we first met, we are in a sexual alliance, <laughs> and I have merely made a new ally with Fisher down the street. <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> it's always some exotic man. <laughs> the hunting name. Uh, and as we learned in, as we were reminded in the, uh, who, who framed Roger Stone, <laughs> um, the, uh, get me Roger Stone, excuse yeah. me. The, that was the worst when Roger Stone harassed that uh, buxom 1920s singing woman. <laughs> That That's probably something leave he's her done. Alone. Yeah. That's what he dreams about. Uh, the, like a, a Roger Stone fantasy. He's That's probably like a rabbit. Yeah. No, just yeah, probably just bothering her. Backs. It's probably not even having sex with her. It's probably just like groping her and stuff. Like that's what these and people get off on. Yeah. yeah. Like, would it be that hard for Roger Ailes to just have sex with women he works with and like a you know be a little charming? And like maybe not be too on the nose about Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes, yeah, maybe he not Roger Stone. Not Roger Stone. Roger Ailes can't fuck nobody. It would be very hard for him to do it now. (laughs) It was probably probably just as hard back. That's why they were all touching the orb to bring him back. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying (laughs) there are probably people who, you know, uh, got jobs at places like Fox News and. See yeah. that as it, there are people who form sexual alliances. <laughs> There's uh, just a resume. It's like, I like the soft things in life. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just saying it. Uh, let's just cut out everything I've said. Okay. Within well, the past I was two gonna, minutes. Okay. I, was, I was giving you a chance to be like, maybe it's, it's going somewhere. Rachel <laughs> Maddow called Roger Ailes her friend. Really? Yeah, yes. I saw that. Oh, Crazy. God. I, it's really unfortunate that like my entire uh, political triggering spectrum has been rearranged over the last year where I'm getting like just alone in my home. I'm twice as likely to get enraged at quotes from libs than I am from conservatives by this point. Because conservatives always do the same thing. And yeah. I can picture them in my mind, and I see like a lot of hometown heroes and kind of like simple people I know, or people who are maybe, uh, you know, wrong but misguided. Whereas uh, liberals are always in the news just saying the wrong thing very confidently. Mm, yeah. And it's infuriating to take in every day because they own the media. <laughs> Yeah, there it's a it's a bunch of little high roads to nowhere everywhere. Uh but the quote um I pulled up the quote from Rachel Maddow was um so she acknowledges that Ailes's sexual harassment scandals were a huge deal. <laughs> like it's a like it's a TV show or something. Oh yeah. Huge but, uh, deal. It was a huge deal. <laughs> but this corner, She's talking about the deal the lawsuit deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Deal or no deal. Will you sleep with Roger Ailes? <laughs> <laughs> but Coming this wall. Um, coming, but, but this corner of the news business, I think it's worth noting, really was created by Ailes. All of us in cable news had something to do with him because he was formative. Right, and that's fucking that's awful. Bad. Wait, we what? We hate <laughs> you people so much. Is that, this is I mean, that's a special class of snooty idiots who make your grandparents insane. Who wanted this? Well, it goes back to this comrade. I mean, this West Wing idea of like this comradely relationship between liberals and conservatives, and like, oh, we get along, and ultimately we want the same things or whatever. Um, but then that Connie. made me think, like, with the Republicans, don't really. I mean, liberals do that. Republicans don't. It's not that reciprocal. You know, and that's maybe that's think, why they win. Right. And that's what I was thinking yeah. with, with Roger Stone. Can you imagine if there was a guy who did that for Bernie, like some like, you know, progressive campaign dirty trickster? That would be great. Well, I was watching this this thing and he's obviously such a piece of shit and is intentionally being evil on purpose all the time. And he's breaking all the rules and he insists that his only moral code is not to break the law. But I had so much respect from the fact that he knew what his ideology was. It wasn't confused about how to win or lose at politics. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're an idiot, but you're also like the only smart person in politics, right. it seems like. Um, and it was it made him likable as the biggest scumbag you could ever know. Right. I mean, he yeah, he's effective at what he does, which isn't really governing like uh, in all fairness, like he, he doesn't seem like he's ever been in an advisory position or anything about an actual administration in power. He just knows how to get people elected. And uh, we need that. We need that kind of thinking. We need that kind of thinking for socialism. <laughs> Um, I thought you said Bolshevism. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that they too. have those people. There, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Yeah. They have assault rifles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, we saw this past week in California, Tommy Perez went down there, got booed, um, and it was interesting t because the uh, the the first boos. 
the chairman of the California DNC was like, shut the fuck up. That's what he said. And then after that, Perez uh, dropped an S-bomb in his in his speech. He was like, the Republicans don't give a shit. That's right, folks. They don't give a shit. S-H-I-T. Parental advisory. You heard it here first. Tom Perez. Like, and that's what, like it, you get a speechwriter to to come up with the most straight talking speech based on like what's in the news. That's it. He says, Rush, like Putin, Trump, bromance, like he went there. That's edgy. But they don't, he doesn't say what everybody who was chanting and like trying to interrupt his speech just wanted him to say, which was just healthcare should be a right. Um, accessible through a public system. That's what the, you know, Medicare, that's what the nurses union who was protesting has been demanding. And that's what they were uh, protesting that day. Um, yeah. Whenever, um, whenever uh, Democrats, especially established Democrats, try to make these gestures to the left or progressives, it's always like comes down to like aesthetics or like just very minor stuff like, uh, Oh, well I'm going to say fuck in this speech. Or, uh, <laughs> Uh, or we're gonna have Jay Z hang out with us or something. Like it's that. the real mommy and daddy don't really know what you want at Christmas yeah, type and it's feeling. So patronizing. We know too. you wanted video games, so I got you this costume, a Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> this is what you wanted, right? <laughs> Gotta go fast, dab. What I don't understand is why they don't just say that stuff and then just not do it. Like they they could just say that would yeah, be so exactly. smart. Yeah, yeah. Like. Because they're genuinely confused. Right. They don't know. They're Because they're constantly attacking one way or the other. Yeah. And they, because of the Clintons, they've been taught to always, in general elections anyway, always think about this mythical moderate who, for some reason, even though they're, you know, working two jobs and they don't have child care and they're like folks are living with them and they're dying of old age and shit, uh, that person really gives a fuck about you know, the deficit or... Uh, well, that's the thing. That's why I say they're genuinely confused because they've already bought into this cult of technocratic moderation and twiddling. So when there's someone who just wants flat-out left reforms or actually has an ideology or a line of thinking that goes against the very carefully assembled machine we've been fucking with for hundreds of years it's it, it's just like white noise to them it just comes out just like ah teenagers are on the internet again and then yeah. you just uh, shut it out yeah this napster thing is never going to be coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know what you guys want but lars ulrich is speaking at the dnc right <laughs> he has a grammy <laughs> Well, somewhere Damn, this dude, Lar- Lars Ulrich's got to get back in politics. I want, I want Lars to happen. Lars, oh, get man. in here. You heard it her first, Scandinavian bro, brother, some kind of monster. Because um, people don't like him, but like, it, you know who he is already. Like, it, he could run for president. You know why he not? Makes beats. Everybody else is. We got um, The Rock and Tom Hanks. It seems like The Rock this? is about to run for president. He's, oh, he's being very presidential. Yeah, I can't wait till like they start. 20? I love The Rock, but I can't wait till they start digging up actual dirt about him. You oh, know, man. it's the people's. Oh, he's definitely raped someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Without I, I knowing think, anything about I'm, the dude, <laughs> I'm not sure how many bad things he's done personally, but like he's probably affiliate, uh, like associated with very sordid folk. Right. Oh my God, Arnold he Schwarzenegger. Made the <laughs> Uh, d- Mr. Johnson, you want to explain why you were once a scorpion king? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> uh, this is cultural appropriation. <laughs> Let's see how you react in a di- in a reference to the talisman, Mister Dwayne the President Johnson. <laughs> I hope Oprah. Wa- I hope Oprah runs. If she has like you know decent policies, like that would be great. She why would, would I think that she would, happen? I mean, Oprah it, having the decent policies part. <laughs> you never know. Maybe I, she might be progressive. She's been rich for like thirty years. She has no idea yeah, what people but she's want one anymore. Of these, she she maybe she's one of these guilt ridden Roosevelts who wants to you know make things right before she. You gotta read the uh, Earth. uh for profits of capital that I have in the other room. It has a whole chapter on Oprah and like the Oprah mindset, and she's like a prophet near liberalism man. I mean, she's I doubt it. The only thing, the only reason I don't want her to run is because of all the like millions of terrible free health care jokes on your table. Or whatever <laughs> uh, Oprah care? Yeah, yeah. And you're I getting think it Oprah would be, care. I really think it would be very efficient if she was in charge of a national. She would make it look good. Head of DNC, Oprah. Yeah, she'd be a great fundraiser. As a struggling oh, yeah. entertainer, I need these easy takes. So, uh, you get a you get a healthcare and you get a healthcare. <laughs> That's what I need. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. We did it. The other thing too is she'll be one of those like uh, op- optics wise impossible to attack politicians because yeah. they're just like, oh, now you're a racist and a misogynist. <laughs> Great job. And everybody already loves her. You know, she's, she's drinking very from much blood from a skull. Oh, you mean her cultural skull? <laughs> <laughs> right, but it, but you you know you can. Uh, people in Kansas aren't big fans of Lil Kim so much as you know, like a, a no. small town in Kansas. And they know Oprah. They know Oprah. They and like Oprah, Oprah. Smoke crack. She's just like us. Right. See, she's I'm gonna take this the, the whole... other way. I think Lil Kim should be running for office. She's been on the streets a long time. She knows what it's like to struggle. You know, she's around. I don't really know what she's done since Biggie died because my only reference to her is from those movies she's in for five seconds. But she was in jail for a while. I would. I oh, would vote so for her. Sure, she knows about the system. This is her one flaw. <laughs> 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 well, that's right, folks. Hopra Winfrey, emphasis on the win. Hashtag twenty twenty. Uh, but there is an. I'm election. unsubscribing. <laughs> 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 there is another election going that we thought was going to happen in twenty twenty, that is happening early. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but just briefly. Corbin, who does buck the sort of uh, Clintonite consensus about the way to politic, um, is surprising a lot of people in the polls. He's leader of the Labor Party and uh, is now he's still down by nine points. But a couple of weeks ago, it was 24 points. He has grass. He has a surge of grassroots rappers repping him in the streets. Grime rappers are out there because they're Jezaholics, just like we are here on the show. That's right. Um, but uh, this goes back to, like, every time we bring up uh, Jeremy Corbyn on this show, we get back to the point of, oh, well, this sounds great. I don't know why nobody likes him over there. And uh, it seems like people do like him, and he's actually just been dragged through the mud consistently yeah. ever since he got into power. This sounds nothing like anything that happens here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I That's mean, That's all weird and British, though. I might... The, Yankee mind recoils. That's right. There's I a mean, Black Mirror ep- episode yeah. where he wins everything. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Da, 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 da. <laughs> like it's called Light Mirror. It's like yeah. a happy what if, version. What if socialism was popular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, Black he just, Mirror. He, uh, his first speech is just an, announcing the new reign of Wahhabism in UK. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, it is Ooh. his uh, platform, the manifesto, the labor manifesto. That's what they call them there, just the platforms. Um, yeah. is, They're big on trains over there. Yeah, they are. It's very the platform popular. Anders. It's, you get it, it? I made a little joke. Anyway, you that's well. They Explain. call it the they call it the gap, don't they? Don't they call it the gap? And I haven't even been to England. You gotta mind the gap. They gotta mind the gap. Uh, but he, so he, um, is not popular personally. But his manifesto, big bestseller. Uh, in the UK, people, it's flying off the shelves. People are reading it on the queue on queue for the trolley. People are eating it at tea and crumpets and fish and chips. Uh, they this it's very much more popular than the conservative manifesto, which they're now kind of like back uh, trying to back away from a little bit. It's um, cool, so it's personally, like... people don't like him that much because of I think because of the toxic media treatment of him. But uh, I th- if he has a shot, it's because of local parliamentarians who um, people want to vote for. Because they, God forbid you vote for someone because you like their politics and effectiveness as a politician. Yeah. yeah. And like for for all like we bemoan like American media culture, like British Britain is like five times worse. It they're seems so, bad. They're so tabloidy. And Rupert Murdoch owns the sun. Right. Uh, which people forget about. It's like they invented this shit. And if you watch any if you watch any of their politicians interact with each other. And they still have a queen. Yeah. Get rid of your queen already. Rather base. What don't fucking you think? year is it? What would she do though if they were just like you have no power, you have no use for us, you're not a queen anymore? Oh, she'd, she'd have to declare war. war. She would declare yeah. war. <laughs> I guess she there would might mount be her enough. Steed. There might be enough people who would take up arms in the uh, Great Isle of Britain. People fucking love. I watched some YouTube video that was like communists uh doing a pr video on why you don't need the queen and it was like a serious political video and the comments were on fire they were just like you bloody bolsheviks come in our country and try to <laughs> steal our queen wow <laughs> uh yeah i was just promising myself earlier i was gonna stop doing english accents no. on the show and uh here we are <laughs> that was worth it <laughs> nationalism baby um <laughs> So the, I wanted to turn to something that uh, I was discussing last night that I'm not too familiar. I still don't really understand it, but Bitcoin, currency. Love it. I didn't see this coming. It, uh, it's, it's, well, I, I wrote it on the little list here, and I even put a dollar sign through the B, which is how they um, do the logo. It's a, like a B, B with a dollar sign. But the B is haven't, they, haven't they cracked down on a lot of those services, though? Like, what can you even purchase with Bitcoin these days? Other Besides bitcoins, internet uh, coolness. I don't you know. Probably, well, that's all dark money shit. So you could probably like buy a slave or something. Yeah, I really don't know I'll too right much back. about it. I know they've they've gained a lot of value in terms of that you can exchange it. So if you bought a bitcoin in 2013, it was a buck. Now it's worth two thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. I'm anyway, pretty the, dumb not having any bitcoins. Yeah, yeah. but you know, free. You they know? could also. <laughs> The government could step in and fuck something up if they wanted, and it's all. They're also competing currencies that are more privatized, um, that could sink Bitcoin eventually. But I was talking to my friend who does this for a living. This is a guy I grew up with who's now a Bitcoin enthusiast. He works for a company 
Um, I guess I don't think he get. He might get paid in Bitcoin. JP I'm not sure. Morgan Chase. No, this is a different guys? guy. This is a different guy. Oh uh, yeah. But they are developing a coin to compete with Bitcoin. Um. Anyway, a regular coin. <laughs> Back to the gold. Well, an, an online. It's an online coin. <laughs> they just don't understand. They're like, "Is this a good coin?" <laughs> I made you a coin. Uh, this is a silver dollar. Uh, <laughs> I miss my son so much. <laughs> it's J.P. Morgan, so the coin can also be used as a monocle. <laughs> Every um, time you want to be racist, you just use this coin. <laughs> That'd be the Henry Ford coin. <laughs> <laughs> But so it's it's taken up. But his vision for things, because I, re- I really don't understand how it works, what it is, really. But uh, I was talking about about his like where he wants to go politically with and he thinks this is going to happen through Bitcoin is anarchism. And he is an anarchist, but he calls himself neither a capitalist nor a communist. He thinks they can both coexist one day. Which, Ugh. I, yeah, I don't really see how that works. Sense. Yeah. Uh, his idea is that there are no more states. Did you ask him to define those things after you said I that? tried. Um, <laughs> and he, of course, makes this distinction between crony capitalism and just capitalism. And I was kind of uh, saying they're the same thing. Uh, yeah. Um, but in his view, one day we don't have states. And so people can free associate. They can live how they want to live, where they want to live. Um, and so some people will choose to live in communist societies and communities, and then other people will do uh, little minor capitalist experiences. They'll experience. live in a fortress. They'll live in Raytheon Fortress. Well, there is a guy who <laughs> bought... There is this guy who bought a uh, plot of land, I believe, in uh, Brazil or Chile. I'm not sure. Um, but he is like in anarcho-capitalist and he like it's basically a timber company but it's technically um everyone who works there owns a share in it so it's not real it's i mean it's his land but the company is not really a capitalist model uh and my Mm. argument to him was like i don't see why people would want in that scenario why would anybody want to live in the capitalist one unless you're the capitalist and you get to rule it and take over the communist one yeah which would inevitably happen right (laughs) if it's actual communism and they're almost defenseless against imperialists because uh they wouldn't need to be well i mean you could still have a lot of hypotheticals in this crazy world so hypothetical (laughs) yeah almost point i mean I go back and forth whether it is co- pointless to talk about like what communism is, what that ultimately means. But um, you know, you could have a militia of people who band together that, in many ways, could be more effective than a private uh, army. Um, but I, I just don't see why you would want to go work for some guy when you don't have to, and you can just do what you want in the communist one. You know, unless you like have to do it. No, I don't think this whole theory makes any sense from the ground up, and so I don't really even. If uh, none of the, it doesn't make any sense. I uh, yeah, I agree, but it is a, uh, an Let's interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to have a Bitcoin enthusiast on because th- there is an important point that a lot of he was making that a lot of leftist organizations should start developing alternative currencies and using things like Bitcoin. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, alternative currencies are important. Um, 
was it? Uh, the other I've read two Jacobin books and I'm making it sound like I own the library. But anyway, uh, the other one that I was talking about with uh, Jack Smith Four, who's also been on our show a bunch of times, uh, is Four Futures. It's like a speculative look at different alternative mm-hmm. uh, structures of government in the future based on the direction of capitalism. And as Jack pointed out, is completely based on fiction and what ifs and is not serious reporting at all. So he didn't like it, but I thought it was like a fun exercise. And uh, they have this whole idea of uh, cryptocurrencies and, uh, you know, if you were lived in a society where everyone was generally taken care of, you could change the basis for what an economy is. So you could have, like, economies based on kudos. So, like, hey, you watched my dog. Have some monies. Hey, you, thanks for being a good friend. You can have my monies. Right. And, um, you know, just changes this whole marketplace of what you value in society to begin with. But uh, it's such a cherry on top of a long, bloody Sunday that I rarely spend too much time thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. I Speaking of bloody Sundays. You uh, 2 is here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you 2 Welcome back. Is Yo, that a U2 song? Every The Edge <laughs> solo is just boo-doo, 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 oh, it's boo-doo. Like, it's yeah. just like a build-up. Fuck and that it's guy. Just like, Get out of my studio. <laughs> <laughs> We've changed our minds. I'm seeing U2 for free, though. Are you oh, really? My sister's a big Real fan, dog? and I like like two albums, kind of. Yo, my family loves U2, and they listen to this show, so that'll be fun later for me. Yeah, I like October. What's up, Patax? <laughs> uh, good album. Hello. <laughs> uh, we could just keep talking normal we'll just do the podcast normal all right yeah yeah well should we talk about bloody monday which is protracted people's podcasting um I mean, ariana we have well here ready i'm gonna do an anders lee style segue uh speaking of uh bitcoin and currencies uh there's a reason i had all of my assets liquidated and changed to uh gaming currencies eve online uh, Warcraft coins, all that good stuff. They got smart people in charge of these fake currencies. Giannis Varoufakis, actually, yes, famous left figure, uh, former uh, economic, finance minister, finance minister Greece. of Greece in the Syriza government. Right, Adi. he used to work in controlling uh moderation for one of these e currencies. And we were thinking, because Giannis does not get the same love online that you know popular left figures like sexy Justin Trudeau gets or sexy Barack Obama gets. And what can we do to really change that around? Right. How can we get sexy Giannis Varoufakis? It is tough because he doesn't have a uh, job right now. and That's uh, that's very sexy. To some people, yeah. <laughs> we, um, we're in Brooklyn. You should know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's also bald. He's also, but, but yeah. you just on paper, bald and unemployed. You would think that wouldn't be sexy. Yeah, but as we point out, unemployed can be sexy. Also, he is one of those rare types of men who actually looks better bald. If you like, think about him with hair, not as sexy. Would He's, you concur? I would concur. He has like a Billy Corgan type feeling going on. Yeah, he kind of looks like a hitman that like you would go on a date with. He looks like the hitman from the movie and video game series. Hit- hitman. Hitman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he also has a very sexy voice. Uh, he is obviously Greek, Giannis Varoufakis, but he's got it? a British accent. Can you do it? I'm kind of putting you in the Well, you please, Brexit. Whoa. I think that Brexit 
was a disaster for the European for the European working class. I mean, we haven't talked in a while, but I thought that was pretty good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I gotta bone up on it a little bit. But yeah. see, I'm here's boning the issue. up looking at pictures of them right <laughs> now. <laughs> no, no, it's been a long time since a leftist has had any kind of position of power like that, and he lost it pretty quickly. But <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him we're back doing in a bad there. Job making this guy. Yeah, but we're, <laughs> he's gonna be he, he, get him in a speedo. Get some people like if he becomes. See, Trudeau, people don't know about his policies anymore. He's, he's you know, uh, obviously, uh, we don't like him. He wants the pipeline. He's a liberal, liberal party. He's, uh, you know, the, like, like, a lot like Obama. Um, but people don't care about that. They take photos of him, and people he gets to people that way. He gets his message across that way and elected and stuff. If Varoufakis has the same thing going on with the TMZs, the Perez Hiltons, Snapping photos, writing fanfic. We got to get him on like Vice or something. It's like we took acid and exchanged Bitcoin with Giannis. Yeah, yeah. that's a great Vice piece. Yeah, that's like already. There's no more editing to be done. We're pitching there. it. Mm-hmm. Let's get somebody from. Well, we have somebody we might get from Vice soon. So let's. Uh, yeah, there you go. Ask them if he about doesn't it. have a job, why don't we just get him into a hosting position of some sexy American talk show? Hmm. Right, I like where you're going. People, they get a lot of stage time. Mm-hmm. Get a lot of time to meet America that way. He's the new Howie Mandel. Yeah, <laughs> Howie Mandel. <laughs> he's a hotter Howie Mandel. He's Dolby. Howie Mandel if Howie Mandel was like sexy. Yeah, you know? he's like the you know the face cam or whatever the face app. If yeah, you took you Howie can look Mandel, look like a dog, right? You look like a you look like a dog. You might look like a dog. You might look like a uh, someone of the opposite gender or the another gender and an old you look old and then you look really sexy and howie mandel uh you take With him the in the left corner filter. the sexy filter is Giannis Varoufakis. well i imagine if Giannis did the face app he would look exactly the same in all four yeah. of those quadrants <laughs> yeah Giannis keeps doing the uh face app but all of the uh quadrants of the picture he just keeps seeing the face of global capitalism and it disgusts him yeah he is kind of a uh Reform as a you know armchair European. Now I'm actually sitting in an armchair, and I can say this. Uh, I don't know if I would be as pro EU um, reform as him, uh, but his his heart is in the right place. You know he 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 walks the walk. You know he left his job because of. A, and he's a professional economist, so I feel like yeah. you two are kind of a mismatch in the arena of words there, but. Uh, <laughs> You could do a great bid on him or something. Uh, I could on this live debate you're about to have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's got one with Tarek Ali, who is another very sexy uh, leftist guy. Um, also, another he's not British, but he has a British accent that makes you ten times sexier. Um, Tarek Ali, uh, they had a debate that we should watch and do an episode about. But they w- had a uh, debate about Brexit, and Tarek Ali was a Lexit proponent wanted to leave the eu mm-hmm. um which is probably you know if we do have any listeners in england not what they want to hear us supporting but uh oh well it is we're th- doing it. it is a legitimate it's my living room concern with love, yeah. <laughs> i think it's a legit position that's all i can say on it uh that which is a cop-out you know i'm not taking a stance if and you if could I- see anders in my armchair right now <laughs> one pant leg rolled up 
one draped over the side of the couch uh, like you're a, a beautiful uh, uh, Titanic-style paint-me-like-your-French-girls pose. <laughs> you couldn't just say guy. No. <laughs> I, yeah. Like you're some Titanic guy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All uh, right, gang. Uh, yeah. To close, you know, we... Our broad, we're recording now on the heels of a want- bloody attack. Um, that, and we're gonna hope oh, right. and pray. Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. Grande uh, attack. Police say nineteen are dead and fifty are injured at the incident. So, um, our hearts go out to them. Mm-hmm. Do you hope guys want to try to end on a riddle again? That was kind of fun that one time. Sure. What was the riddle? Yeah, I don't. I wasn't previously. There for the it was how do you uh, d- develop build community spaces under capitalism, and then everyone was got kind of upset. But uh, this <laughs> will <laughs> uh, this will be, <laughs> be an even better one. Okay. Um, riddles are hard to do off the dome, but I got it. I got it here. Off um, the dome. Sounds sexual. What floats through the water and floats through the trees? Something that sees you as you do see. It floats through the water and through the trees. Is it a pelican? An owl? Carbon dioxide? (laughs) It's not carbon dioxide. (laughs) I'm realizing it could be a pelican or an owl from that description, but... um going for wood oh man Wait, it sees you as it's as you see am i the only one who thinks like wood kind of looks like it has eyes the when it's cut you gotta cut it though <laughs> i think wood has eyes this has been another episode <laughs> of Left Chest. Thanks so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, tell us why. We need uh, your love in our lives. And uh, follow our Twitter at The Real Left Chest. Guys, got any, any other stuff you want to throw in there? Uh, glad to be here. Follow me on Twitter, ACLU Official. Yep, that's our third host, Rakov. That's right, Left Chest. All right, ba-boom. Thanks. Left Jest Prediction Stamp. <laughs>